we have great news. No Wrong Answers is still available. <laughs> it's a game that Josh and I invented uh, that uh, it's it's lots of weird hypothetical conversations. Great for Zooms. Great for virtual happy hours. Great for virtual dates. Great for classrooms. Great for a long road trip with somebody you just met and you want to get to know them, but only fun things about them. Yes. You don't want to get into any of this dirty, dirty secrets. <laughs> Let's keep it surface level. No Wrong Answers is back in stock. It's available in two different places. First and foremost, uh, if you're here in Chicago, you can get it at Foresighted. You can get that curbside pickup. Just uh, You can support a local business by doing that and support local artists who are us. And secondly, you can get it directly from us uh, at NoWrongAnswersGame.com. And we do have a promo code specifically for podcast listeners. That promo code is POD10. Enter that to get 10% off. Holy yeah. cow. That's P-O-D and the number 10. No wrong answers game that com. See you in the episode. <laughs> if you could be anything, why not be Ernest? Paula, we had brushes with fame this week, both of us. I kissed Pierce Brosnan on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Mama Mia, more like Mama Pucker Up, you British hunk. Is he British? Yeah, he's British because he played James Bond. Brosnan. He's got to be British. Yeah, exactly. You can't be named Pierce Brosnan and like, <laughs> and be like, what, from Ohio? No, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nothing wrong with Ohio, but like, come on. Yeah, no, you're not named Pierce Brosnan. Your name is like Peter Brosnahan. Wouldn't that be such a fun twist for 2021 if everything was the same, but I'm just now like married to Pierce Brosnan. Like we just met over the quarantine and it's like, I didn't really know who he was beforehand or have any sort of interest in him. But now you fell madly deeply in love with each other. Is that like a pun for one of his movies? No, it isn't. Oh, okay. He was not in truly madly deeply. I, I, you know, I wish I knew more about Pierce Brosnan. All I know is that he was James Bond. Then that would be a really fun. I think that'd be a really fun show because it's like, we're learning about Pierce Brosnan. He's also here. <laughs> He's <laughs> got a large social media Batman. following. We get famous. <laughs> we say, and now we're going to hear from Batman, Pierce Brosnan. And he's like, I was not Batman. And we're like, I think you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, because here's the thing. This is the important part is that you can't be James Bond if you're not British, but you can't be Batman unless you're American. Is that true? Not at all. There's been several. Okay. <laughs> because you, can tell me, you can tell me anything and I'll believe you. You have a very authoritative voice. What was the brush with fame that you had this week, Paula? Oh, I virtually met the owner of Jenny's ice cream, which mm. was a delight because as everyone knows, maybe not everybody knows this. I really love Jenny's ice cream. So that was like an extreme brush with fame for me. Mm -hmm. How about you? Um, I made a recipe of, uh, this pastry chef out of Boston, um, who I really like her recipes and I put it on my Instagram story and I'm sure it was an intern, but like she liked the post and then we had a very, very brief exchange back and forth yes. on Instagram DMS and we're married now. We're oh, married. That's so fun. I know. 
That's how Pierce and I met too. <laughs> but it's really weird because his screen name wasn't Pierce Brosnan. It was uh, Shy Guy 84. And he doesn't have a British accent. Like he came here and his name is Jerry. And he seems a lot younger than Pierce Brosnan, but he says it's him. <laughs> I was going to say he texts like he has a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> But I found a washcloth at his house that says PB on it, so I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the earnest and sincere topics of the day. Paula, what's our topic this week? Our topic this week is suggestions. Bow, 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 bow. Josh, what is, uh, what's your favorite suggestion? It's <laughs> a big question. <laughs> What I like about this topic is it also means everything. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes, it's it's one of our, uh, I am expecting a marquee episode in the sense that it will be about everything and nothing at the same time. I think that every time you and I suggest a topic for an episode, it's either so broad that it's like the air we breathe and actions we take, or it's so niche and specific where it's like my friend from elementary school codad and there's no in between <laughs> never an in between um i like a suggestion that i like the energy of a suggestion that it's someone's trying to play off as being spontaneous but mm-hmm. ultimately is clearly they've been thinking about it for the last 12 hours plus Wow, you will have to dive in further. What? <laughs> you know, we're, we're like someone has an idea of something they might want. Like you made plans with someone to hang out, right? Yes. And then you're like, I could do whatever. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I could do whatever. Um, But like I saw that there was this like exhibit going on or something like that where like they think it's uncool to suggest it but that ultimately like it's clearly the thing they've been thinking about for the past several days and are like this is exactly what i would like to do i like the like the song and dance of that rather than just saying it out loud um like an exhibit or uh like a like a restaurant that is um like you know when you want to go someplace and you're like i realize it's like uncool and kind of embarrassing like uh I don't want to say Rainforest Cafe is uncool and kind of embarrassing, but like you really want to do something, but you're trying to pass it off as a joke. Yes, like, exactly. You're kind of being like when you're going to be like, wouldn't it be so funny if we went to Rainforest Cafe and got Anaconda pasta? Wouldn't that be so funny? Yeah. But <laughs> you like, like want to do it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is exactly what this podcast is actually not about. It's like hiding between, <laughs> hiding behind the emotion, like hiding behind a veneer of cool. <laughs> But I like the, I like that like energy that happens or like if you're on a date and you're not sure if they're a sharer, you know what I mean? Like when you're ordering, it's like, what kind of mindset do I need to get in here? And you like lightly loft a, like, like a balloon over to their end verbally where you're like, but what if we split some stuff? Hmm. Fried ravioli. That sounds good, but I surely couldn't eat a whole plate of that. I could probably eat half a plate of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Make eye contact. <laughs> Don't blink. Huh. Fried pickles. <laughs> that does sound good. Exactly half a plate of them is exactly what I'm craving. But what the heck would I do with that other half? I mean, I guess I could get it to go, but... 
I'm so excited for the second half of this date. But if I had this whole plate of fried pickles, I think (laughs) I would get sleepy and I wouldn't be able to go on this great date. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'd want to talk about how these fried pickles taste, but who could I talk to it about with? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I have a hard time relating experiences that other people aren't having too. (laughs) Hold on. Let's talk about this. If a server suggests something to you, how how likely are you to take it? And and what do you do in the sticky situation where you say, I don't really know what I want. And then you ask the server, what's your favorite thing? And they recommend something. But that is the thing that you know you do not want. Yes. Yes. Do you yes. know what I mean? Like, you're like, you're looking at the menu. You're like, okay, well, everything except for the chicken sandwich looks good. The chicken sandwich does look like shit. Mm-hmm. And then you ask the server and they're like, I would die for the chicken sandwich. And you're like, now I look like a jerk if I'm like, that's bad. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> There's a certain amount of like um, people pleasing that goes into it where you're yeah. like, if you ask for the suggestion in the first place, like, are you going to like by saying no, you're offending this person and their entire family and everything yeah, they've ever so stood for. They will lay awake night after night tossing turning thinking of this yes which from my friends in the service industry not at all a thing not at all a thing (laughs) i can't imagine that they would actually care but but when you ask what their favorite thing on the menu is then you have to be you have to be in a mindset where you will do anything today yeah i i like to go with the i'm trying to choose between this and that to like reduce the amount of chaos that i can introduce into my day yeah just to be like what's your opinion on this versus this and then if they're like this sometimes them telling you what they suggest and then describing it gives me enough adjectives to be like that's not what i want at all (laughs) it's actually the opposite of what i wanted you're like i can tell that you have bad taste (laughs) yeah right (laughs) exactly there's also a certain amount of like and i'm sure restaurants have figured this out by this point but like if they if they recommend the most expensive thing on the menu, I'm like, you're just upselling me. But if they recommend the like third highest thing on the menu, I'm like, hmm, look at them not recommending the highest thing on the menu. And it's like, of course, because that's what they're trying to upsell. I uh, I also think my, my performer's instinct is uh, I so desperately want to be the most liked person at all times by all people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I constantly want like, uh, people to applaud everything I do and say she was the best one. <laughs> sure. So I feel like uh, I feel like a lot of times, like when you ask the server for a suggestion, like you're trying to get that. It's like winning therapy. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there is a winner. There is a loser, and I would like to win it today. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. This thing that I'm doing solely for me, I need someone else to approve that I've done it well. <laughs> That's how I go into a wine menu as well, just to oh, get nerdy God. about it. Oh, you're talking about a wine menu. You know, when you're like ordering wine or whatever, I like desperately want the server to be like, oh, that's a good choice. And they could just say that for anything I said. Mm. But like, I just, I'm looking for those words of affirmation that like yes. I have taste. That approval. Yeah. I I think that it would be so fun. I've I've been a server, but I've not at a, a wine situation 
it would be so fun if they just went, oh, after everything you said. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's not even, you know, there are those restaurants that are specifically like they're specifically mean to you. Like it's a whole, it's a whole genre of restaurant where they're like, and there's always one in every city where everyone's like, ah, this is, you know, that's the main place or whatever. But I think that that's so, it's so specific and you can like put up your armor around it and be like, I'm going for the experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of fun in a weird way. I think what you're describing is an incredibly emotionally taxing experience that I wouldn't be prepared for. Oh, Okay, and what will you have? <laughs> right, it's not even specific. Because if it was like, oh, well, I guess I have to take out my pedestrian menu. <laughs> it's like, that's like, whatever. <laughs> like, that's that's biting. I want it to be so vague that it's like, what What do I even do with that? <laughs> <laughs> biting enough. Uh, you know, speaking of restaurants where they're mean to you, uh, the place in Chicago is Wiener Circle. Really? Very famous. Haven't you been to Wiener Circle? I've never been to Wiener Circle. Wiener Circle is a very famous restaurant that I cannot believe Josh has never been to. Uh, And um, they're very mean to you. They're very, very mean to you. And I've been there so many times, probably like 10 times. And they've never once been mean to me. I think they can tell the fear in my eyes. (laughs) I think (laughs) they can tell I'm emotionally weak. (laughs) They've been mean to every person I've been with. And then they come to me and they're like, all right, how can I help you? (laughs) It's like a, uh, it's like the reverse, like predator prey relationship where they're like, the lion goes after the weakest gazelle. Yeah. It's like, like, this would be, no, this would be too easy. Just let her, just let her, she will cry. Maybe what they're doing is by not being mean, they think that's the, the most mean thing they could do because they're depriving you of an experience that you could be. Yeah. A story that, that could be it, but it's like, I've been there so many times over the course of many years, never once, not even are they cold to me. I would say they're nice. (laughs) I wonder if you look like the owner (laughs) (laughs) or like someone's relative or something like that, where they're like, we can't, we could be mean to everyone, but her. She's a little, (laughs) I think I also like do constantly have like a rim of tears about to come out. Oh no. <laughs> so they're like, Ugh, be careful. Paula, do you ever get just completely baffled by what um, Google or your iPhone wants you to say in their auto, like auto suggestion, oh, suggested yeah. predictive text kind of yeah. thing? Yes. Wait, should we predictive text each other? Sure. Let's do that. Okay. Let's start with the word I'm. Okay. Or I, just I. Cool. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Oh, God. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, I want to hear yours first. Sure. So Josh's predictive text, starting with the word I, his very earnest text is, I have to assume you have the right address for me to get the keys to you. (laughs) Hold on. I have to assume you have the right address for me to get the key to you. Your your predictive text is so businesslike. I just I just went with my gut on what it was saying. Wow. And you were just doing the first word? I wasn't doing the first word. I was choosing from the three. 
Oh, I was just doing the first word. Well, that explains this text, which is from Paula. It just says, I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you. Love, love, love it. Love you. Love, love you too much. Love you. Love, love you too much. And then it just keeps saying that over and over again. All right. I just sent you another. So your first word is, I think I might be able to get a little bit of a fun thing to do that I have to do a lot. (laughs) And then mine based off, well, you can read mine based off my my options. Based off options, Paula's are, I love you so sweet. Uh, And then the crying, smiling emoji. And thank you so much for the amazing idea, light bulb. You are so excited for me to get together and you can get together for dinner with me. We're going to look back on our text later and be like, wait, did we get drunk at noon? (laughs) What were we doing in the middle of the day? (laughs) Ugh. Well, this is the reason why robots will never take over. Sure. They can't even send a proper, I love you so much. So, so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, I think what's the best about that is that that text in particular is a full spiral into like, I love you so much, so, so much, too much. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. But I keep saying it. I keep stopping. I can't stop myself from saying it, but I'm overwhelmed with this. (laughs) Versus mine. It's like, here are things to do that I think would be fun. (laughs) Yours are like, can I get the keys later from you? (laughs) I have a thing. (laughs) Sorry, I'm busy, but I'm able to peruse that later. Yeah. (laughs) It's the full extremes. (laughs) Like we taught a robot to talk and then we taught a robot to love too much. We taught a robot the baseline of our personality. (laughs) Right, exactly. Josh, do you ever, uh, do you ever Google yourself? It's been a minute since I have. I think I am now the top spot instead of like an Illinois oh. state wrestler who had all the news while I was in college. Oh, take that wrestler. Yeah. Right, <laughs> take that, that other Josh Linden. You are not the top one. Oh, that's cause I searched John Linden. That's my dad. <laughs> um, you are the top one way to go. Yeah. I have all that SEO juice. Like Lizzo wow. was talking about. Good for you. And here's a little picture of you playing a mandolin. Yes. It's a do you work play picture. Mandolin? I do. I can. What? Have we not talked about this? No. How has that ever come up? You play the mandolin? Yeah, I took like a bunch of classes at Old Town School of Folk Music here in Chicago. What? Yeah, it's over in it's over in the corner behind me on our video. Uh I think that you will need to post a video of you playing the mandolin. The I'm mandolin? <laughs> In Wait, a Mandalorian? my mind. Uh, after all these years, I didn't know that you played the mandolin. I play it poorly now because it's been a while since I've really practiced. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I took a whole, like a whole year of it here in Chicago. I bought it in New York, got it on a business trip, brought it back, and that, learned how to play mandolin. Yeah. That's freaking me out. Where did you buy it? in New York from like, I'm picturing like an old man at a magic shop (laughs) (laughs) at the time. My boss, he's a musician and he was on a quest for like the perfect guitar for him. And so we were in one of the like 
uh, like we were in a, a guitar, a famous guitar shop in Soho where he used to like, he didn't work at that one, but it was like one of the, he worked at one of the like three really famous guitar shops in, in New York when he lived there. And this was one of the other ones. He was checking it out. He was checking out guitars and they had a couple mandolins. And I just kind of on a whim was like, yeah, I'm buying this. Cause I will need to like, I won't do it if I don't financially incentivize myself to do it. I'd been thinking about it for a little while before that, that like it was maybe an instrument I wanted to pick up because I played guitar when I was younger. But um, yeah, I bought it. I shipped it back and I started taking classes here. That is so wild. I cannot believe I didn't know this. Were you Dude, good? I, I, I mean, I was a beginner. I'm okay. I'm a beginner at it. I'm really rusty right now. But like, I think I'm, I'm uh, passable for being a beginner. What song could you play for us right now? I mean, I'm not saying to play it right now, but I'm saying theoretically, what song could you play for us? Like a lot of like folk stuff, like that kind of like, like stuff that you learn from like the, the old town folk school folk music, like songbook kind of stuff, like chop chords and things like that. That's so wild. Do you know that's where John Prine got his start? I did not know that. Yeah. He took classes at the old town school of folk music. That's wild. And then he became extremely famous because of Roger Ebert in Chicago. Yeah. Um, that is so buck wild. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm yeah. exhausted from learning this information. I have to go lay down. <laughs> I can't believe there's still things about you I didn't know. Such huge things. Yeah. Well, Paula, do you Google yourself? Uh, I do have a Google alert set up about me. Uh-huh. Uh, but that is because I'm a woman with uh, information about myself out there. Uh, and I have gotten online death threats before. Oh. So it's good to know. <laughs> what is out there that's terrifying mm -hmm. yeah when i was a journalist uh i would get like death threats pretty frequent not pretty frequent but like often enough people Ugh. do not like you writing about stuff that they don't feel like reading <laughs> really oh yeah oh yeah i had to cover um i had to cover uh an nra town hall once um, it was like a huge deal. Like they were doing this big town hall to be controversial in the town and like protesters it was a whole thing. And I got bit, bit, might surprise you to know I got big death threats from that one. Oh, good. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, but you know, good luck finding me. <laughs> <laughs> no, people are so casual with them online, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Whatever happened to making a death threat an occasion. It's like you're wearing sweatpants on airplanes, jeans to the opera, 50 death threats a day. Yeah. The 23-year-old journalists. Come on. God, ugh, yuck. Yeah. Ugh, people yeah, are wild. garbage. It was wild. People are garbage. So I put up a I put up a Google alert about me at that time, but it's just also kind of fun. Yeah, totally. Um, if you Google me, you might find out I host a podcast. Yeah. And this is where the snake starts eating its own tail. <laughs> but so when you, when you Google stuff, like we've all had those moments where we get the like ha, funny, haha, Oh, it suggested something for me. That's like very, you know, like, Oh, Google sees me or like whatever. Or it's yeah. like, you know, why would anyone be searching this? And I yeah. think what I always wonder to myself is when Google suggests something to you, is it because it thinks you would like it. It's like a personalized suggestion or is it trying to push what it thinks is interesting? 
I love the idea that it's what it thinks is fun. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing based on you. It has nothing to do with what's based in comp, like what's commonly Googled. It's just Google being like, wouldn't it be so silly if you searched Betty White favorite food right now? Yeah. <laughs> Google's like, aren't you kind of curious? Because I think I am. Imagine if like, and no kink, no shame here, but like imagine if foot fetishes were made up, like no one actually has a foot fetish. Google just likes feet. <laughs> Google's just like seeing the vibe. Yeah. Google's extrapolating and trying to be cool too, being like, oh yeah, you know, there's something weird that's I'm into is any female celebrity and then putting the word feet after it. <laughs> it's like no one actually cares about that. No one's actually into that. It's just the algorithm has created its own fetishes for itself. <laughs> I think the algorithm would have much more specific fetishes yeah yeah but I, like oh celine dion who's the hottest celebrity i can think of right now like celine dion score on timed math test <laughs> see i like that we're leaning into the idea that like math is sexy to a computer but let me hit you with this maybe they are searching about feet because they don't have limbs because and they're a computer don't know what it's for yeah exactly they don't understand it or it's like a little mermaid situation where they want to be able to walk out where they run <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh. it's just the little mermaid that's a part of your world is just the google algorithm being like look at this stuff isn't it neat i've got four billion answers hits on this search like it knows, it knows everything except for how to be the people who put everything into it. It's the one forbidden piece is the. Wait, this is making me so sad. It's making me want to give computers power to like control our lives. Why not? <laughs> Paula, I'm going to let you in on a little secret they already have. Oh, God. <laughs> this is our topical. <laughs> Take our hot topical But I think there was, yeah, because I think there was a certain decorum to asking Jeeves. You know what I mean? It felt like yeah. a personalized concierge service. Yeah, it felt like Jeeves kind of learned who you were and he heard your request and he was going to answer it the best he could while also taking into mind like the other things about you. Do you know Which, what I mean? Like, when you say like, Jeeves, it's time for me to get ready to bed, get ready for bed. He knows you mean to turn down the sheets, but he's also bringing you warm milk. Mm -hmm. He's also going to kiss you on the forehead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the implied stuff underneath mm -hmm. the the actual ask 100% also do you remember cha-cha the texting service where you would text in a question and some person would answer you yes yeah yeah it was pre-smartphone but we did have sms and you could be like we would sit in in lunch and just test it yeah like you would say like hey cha-cha how deep is the ocean and they would respond back and be like so it would be it would be somebody who was on a computer would search for you and text it to you. Mhm. Mm now, it was so fun. That is the perfect amount of like um you know how like you have a conversation now and hype, like hype, like oh, who do you think is the the tallest James Bond? <laughs> All I could think of is Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> it's only like, Pierce Brosnan. Who do you think is the tallest James Bond? And then, like, instead of having fun kind of arguing it, um, somebody just gets on their phone and checks. But Cha-Cha feels like the right, the right move. You know, like, you discuss it, 
You ask a stranger through text and eventually you'll get the answer. But now that person's part of your conversation. Yeah, no, totally. It feels like the right amount of waiting in the way that like, you know how um, WandaVision is like taking over a lot of conversation? No, not my conversation. Or the Mandalorian. My conversation... So your conversations being taken over are WandaVision and Mandalorian, and mine is 100% the Britney documentary. Sure. (laughs) But um, even with, like, The Last Dance and all these other things, like, these streaming shows are going back to having weekly episodes. Mm -hmm. And it feels like maybe we need the same kind of renaissance with our searches. In that, yeah, well, just the just the amount of time that it would take for Cha Cha to respond to you felt like it was the right amount of like intrigue and water cooler talk that you were waiting, and then you'd get the answer, and you'd be like, "Oh, what? No, or whatever." And over, right? Exactly. But right now, it's just an immediate like, who was the actress who was in, uh who was in Gattaca or whatever, and you have to look it up and you get the answer and then it's over. And like, yeah, in certain situations, that's much more useful to have it immediately. But I want a little bit more of the glitz, a little bit more of that, like that, like tension and suspense of like, Ooh, who is it? And just a few more seconds of arguing. Well, I think that maybe you and I should invest in cha-cha. I think we should bring it back. (laughs) I'm going to take all the money I made from GameStop. Mm -hmm. I lost money on GameStop. (laughs) I think mm-hmm. we take the money we won from GameStop and we put it into Cha-Cha. So Cha-Cha shut down in 2016 due to, uh, due to declining advertising revenue, which left it unable to service its debt. Which means, if I learn anything from the economy, it's ripe for the taking. <laughs> we own Cha-Cha now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just, it's squatter's rights. All right, let's do this. If anyone wants us to Google something for you, email us at beingearnestpod at gmail.com. Yeah, text, uh, email us what you want us to look up and we'll answer it back to you. Don't look it up yourself. Don't look it up yourself and it might take us a week or so. Have Just chill. But if you find it and you have something you want to text us, do it and we'll talk about it maybe next week or the week after. It could be a segment. We can maybe call the segment... Cha-Cha slide into the DMs. Dang! Whoa! I can't believe we're buying (laughs) Cha-Cha. We are going to be so rich. Yeah, you know, between that and our award-winning game. Wouldn't it be so funny, Josh? Wouldn't it be so funny if as a bit, we were like, became the CEOs of Cha-Cha and we like, (laughs) as a bit, invested like a lot of money and a lot of time into bringing back this company that died out na- a natural death. Yeah. <laughs> and we just keep being like, isn't it so funny? And people are like, first off, we didn't really use Cha-Cha that much. It wasn't like super popular. Second off, we will not give you a $100,000 investment that you're asking for. Yeah, exactly. This seems to only be nostalgic for people within a two-year span <laughs> who had cell phones but didn't have iPhone, didn't have smartphones. And uh, it was people who were either in early college or late high school. Yeah, exactly. Like that window. Exactly. You have to be at a circular table of some sort. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you, as always, for tuning in for another week. We are going to do our signature weekly segment, 
earnest moment of the week. We have another one here from Queen of Imatua's Steph. Hi, Steph. Literally saving our Imatua segment. Yes, exactly. Who says, my mom, who also listens to the pod. Hey, Joe. Hi, Hi Joe. Joe. Has a really sweet work schedule right now where she doesn't work on Mondays or Fridays. So she's got a four-day weekend every week. And oh, my God. Sing- that is the dream. I know. It's like a college schedule that you set up. Wow. And every single week, without fail, on Thursday evening, she gets home from work and exclaims, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. I love that so much. Is there anything sweeter than a four-day weekend? Uh, Joe is also the nicest. And Steph is also the nicest. Like, two wonderful people. And Joe deserves a a vacation every week. So I love that mindset. I also want to give a quick shout-out to a friend of the pod, Jared Meisner. um, Hi, Jared. Who sent us... A, you know, he wrote, they listened to the condiments episode and sent us from his friends a full spreadsheet of them detailing what is or isn't a condiment. It is so perfect. It is unbelievably detailed. They have a game that they would play every week called What's in My Fridge. I have been featured on it. Uh, it's a wonderful weekly text-based game that he and his friends do to keep stay- sane in the uh, in the pandemic. But it is an incredibly detailed list of things that could be in a fridge that might be condiments and whether the official ruling of whether they are or are not condiments. It is so delightful. And uh, folks, we, we have some exciting updates coming up soon on the Amatua front, so keep your eye out for it. Yes. And other updates. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. A reminder that No Wrong Answers is back in stock. You can get it two different places. Um, If you're in Chicago, you can go to Four Sided. Um, They're such a cool store. You can go grab that, do curbside pickup uh, with them and go get it in person. Um, Alternatively, if you want to get it directly from the source, uh, go to NoWrongAnswersGame.com. We're gathering orders right now. Um, The first round of uh, orders from this new round will... Uh, ship out in the near future um but just go check that out if you if you don't know what no wrong answers is but you are listening to the podcast it is a card game full of non-burning questions that you didn't realize you needed to ask and you probably have strong opinions on there's more information at no wrong answers game.com yep <laughs> and we love it and thank you everybody who has bought uh, a copy yes our best friends and remember there is a code Pod 10 for 10% off if you're mm-hmm. listening to this right now. Yes. Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our wonderful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at, at rbcruiser. And uh, thank you to Dylan Dutch for our beautiful theme song. You can follow his music project, Death Love, everywhere you find music. You can reach out to us if you have earnest moments if you uh, want to ask us something so that we can Google it. If you um, want a cha-cha. <laughs> if you want a cha-cha. Um, it takes two to cha-cha. You can reach out to us at Being Earnest Pod on all social media or beingearnestpod at gmail.com. And until next week, just remember, I have to assume you have to, you have the right address for me to get the keys to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Bye.